Greetings, everyone. This is Terry Naturally with another edition of Terry Talks Nutrition. I'm here every weekend here for you, same time, same station. I'm glad that you're joining us. I don't know how many people are out there, but it's been estimated that there's 30,000 people listening to the radio show. I find that quite amazing. And thank you very much, all of you. I appreciate you being there. And I hope you're learning something that you will realize that you and I are truly the only ones responsible for our health, good or bad, depending on how you make choices. It's all about choice. What diet do you choose? How much exercise do you choose? How much sleep do you choose? It's all choices. Good choices, well, that equals good health. And bad choices will ultimately result in bad health and disease. And then you're treated with drugs, maybe surgery, maybe chemo, maybe radiation. It's all about the choices that we make of the lifestyle that we live. Truly, we have the power to change our health. That's a tremendous power. And we can do it sometimes in a few months. Really, three to six months. I just had a letter from a lady that told me that her husband had a PSA level of 138. I have never heard of anyone with a PSA level at 138. He went on a program of natural botanicals. Curcumin, Boswellia, grapeseed extract, berberine. Now his PSA level is 0.5. His oncologist could not believe it. And the drugs were not doing it. He's under chemo, but when he added the supplements, it came down very quickly. If you are struggling with cancer, and you are taking chemo, and that's your choice, that's the doctor's recommendation, you can still take natural alternatives. And there's a very good book to read on how to treat yourself with cancer with natural alternatives. You can probably find it on my website, terrytalksnutrition.com. It's a book that Dr. Ajay Goyal and I wrote on how to prevent and stop cancer naturally. It's a great read, a great book. And Dr. Goyal has spent 25 or 30 years researching natural alternatives. He's the top researcher at the Cancer Institute and City of Hope Hospital in Los Angeles. He's in charge of around 40 lab technicians that are doing studies on natural products. And the results are unbelievable. More effective than drugs. And if you're on drugs, chemo or radiation, it makes those treatments more effective, less toxic, and it saves your liver and your brain because these drugs, known for chemo, destroy your liver cells, destroy brain cells, destroys your body. So the thing to do is always add natural botanicals, high quality. If you buy cheap stuff, you can't afford to buy cheap stuff. You can't. Even if you think you're saving money, you can't buy cheap stuff and expect good results. Only unscrupulous people would sell something that would do nothing. Adul adulterate the product. Spike the product. Change the product. Lower the price. So they can make more money. It's criminal. You've got to have good quality ingredients. 
Yes, they're more expensive. But so is your body worth it. Your body is worth everything you put into it. Well, let's go on today to the top subjects of the day. We're going to talk about how to help active dogs to have improved joint function and structure. We're going to talk about winter migraines and some of the signs and symptoms of a vitamin D deficiency. Do you know what they are? Well, we'll share that with you. And what do you know about your health? Wow, that's a big question. What do you know about your health? Well, we're going to kind of narrow that down so you have some idea about your health and how to regain your health if you're in a bad spot. And then extra virgin olive oil. Take it every day. I love it. All of us should be somewhere between three and four tablespoons a day. And I always recommend on the spoon, don't drizzle on your food. Yes, you can do that too. But if you want to make sure you're getting four tablespoons or three tablespoons, take it off the spoon. If you drizzle it in a bowl with, with a salad, just look at the bowl after you've eaten the salad. It's all oily. That's all the oil you wasted. And if you want that olive oil for your health, you don't want it wasted on a bowl. You want to take it off the spoon. All good medicines come off the spoon. Get energy back after you've been ill. Maybe you've had COVID. Maybe you have this new respiratory. Did you see the news on the new respiratory? We're going to have respiratory illnesses the rest of our lives. They say this viral infection is going to last forever. And we're going to have to contend with it forever. And the new strain will cause coughing for up to 90 days with no relief. Well, I know a lot of people had really excellent relief. They were able to find a product that contains ivy, English ivy, the plant ivy, and thyme, T-H-Y-M-E, ivy and thyme in a liquid, and several tablespoons a day of that will break up your respiratory tract function, illness, and congestion. And you will expectorate all that garbage that is blocking healing of the respiratory tract. And then we're talking about the nutrient of the day called DIM. D like dog, D-I-M. Uh-oh, we're also going to talk about, oh, maybe we don't want to. Yeah, well, we, we can do it. The middle age spread. That doesn't sound like a jam or preserve. What is the middle age spread? Can't spread it on anything else. You take it with you wherever you go. So let's talk about some good stuff today and help you understand more about your health and what you can do about to regain your health. That's what it's all about, folks. Learning. Understanding more about your health and how you can improve your health. That is the big question, right? You want more health. You want better health. Isn't that what it's all about? I think that's what it is. So let's talk about that. Joint problems in dogs. I have a beautiful Australian shepherd. Bella, my little girl, is 14 years old. She'll be 15 at the end of this year. She is just a sweetheart. And she is so healthy and so smart. I talk to her like a seven-year-old child. She listens and just I don't know what she does. I don't train her. I just talk to her, and she does it. And she, her hips, her legs, well, first of all, both legs have been operated on because she runs so fast and turns so quick when she runs after a bunny, runs after the deer in the yard, 
and she tore both ACLs in her hind legs. They were surgically repaired, and the doctor did a fantastic job. But I don't let her overrun. I like to hold her back some. But her legs are perfect. So does your dog struggle to get up in the morning or limp or move very stiffly? Do they lie down? And when they do lie down, very slowly and very carefully. And are they reluctant to jump or to play or catch a frisbee? All these behaviors can be pointing to arthritis. Yes, all the animals can experience arthritis just like humans, just like people. Arthritis in dogs is a common problem. Arthritis means inflammation or swelling in the joints. But there's always something that has to happen first. Inflammation only comes to heal the damaged area. We don't want to get rid of inflammation. We want to get rid of what causes the damage in the joints that we would require inflammation to repair the swelling, the damage, the heat, the stiffness, the lack of mobility. Well, arthritis symptoms can affect the quality of life over 10% of a dog's lifespan. Dogs with hip dysplasia will almost certainly develop arthritis. The word dysplasia refers to a malformed hip ball and socket. The hip joint is loose and unstable, leading to pain, and then damages the joints then we have inflammation because inflammation only comes to damaged tissue. It's not the cause of the damaged tissue. It's there to repair. And in humans, chronic inflammation is caused by chronic damage to the body. And the number one cause of damage to the body that causes chronic inflammation is the American diet. Way, way, way too much sugar. There should be no sugar. And a reduction in carbohydrates. Same with dogs. And also, vegetable oils. Look at what your dog is eating. My dog gets boiled chicken and boiled rice. And loves it. Runs like crazy. Going to, be a, going to be 15 years old this year. No sign whatsoever of hip dysplasia, of arthritis. And hip dysplasia affects up to 70% of certain purebred dogs. So, as long as you're going to have inflammation, look for the cause of why inflammation is necessary to be there. That's the secret. Don't try to get rid of inflammation. Don't take anti-inflammatory drugs. Don't take anti-inflammatory products. Inflammation is your friend. It's a healing process. You have to look at what caused the damage. And in dogs, it's cheap food. Some people use a lot of bread in dog food because it's cheap. Or a very poor quality of dog food. But you can use anti-inflammatories as well. And this will help reduce inflammation of the joints. And one of the best herbs for reducing the inflammation in the joint is Boswellia. There was a trial on dogs. 
a study on dogs. 29 dogs with arthritis or spinal pain was treated with Boswellia. And this is a very specific form of Boswellia extract for six weeks. After just two weeks, 71% of the dogs had noticeable reduction in symptoms. Their lameness was better. Their pain was reduced. And their stiffness when getting up or walking was reduced significantly. And they had no adverse effects. No significant side effects. Boswellia is a plant, actually it's a resin, extracted from the bark of a tree, like, almost like tapping a maple tree for the sap. Boswellia is taken from the bark of the tree. And it has a reduction, a reducing effect on an enzyme in the body, a pathway in the body, called 5-LUX, L-O-X. And when the 5-LUX pathway is overexpressed as a high level, then there's inflammation in the body, and it usually goes to the area where there's more damage. This is a very specific type of inflammation linked to joint damage, as well as intestinal and lung disease. Curcumin is another herb or an extract from turmeric. You know, if you get a very, very high quality curcumin that is bound to turmeric essential oils, it's 500 times stronger than turmeric. Turmeric is a spice. I cook with it all the time. But it, does, it doesn't have the medicinal value that's found in curcumin. Boswellia, it's only a very small level of medicinal value compared to curcumin. So, both these, curcumin and boswellia, have an effect on joint structure and function in dogs. Now, if you want to rebuild your dog's joints, strengthen them, renew the cartilage and the cushioning effect in the joints, Here's a good formulation I would recommend highly for your dog lovers. A combination of glucosamine sulfate, chondroitin sulfate, hyaluronic acid, and type 2 collagen. And why do I emphasize type 2? I know lots of people taking collagen. Collagen is made up of many, many different types of collagen, several hundred. But most people take one, three, and nine. But number two, collagen type two, is only made to work in the joints, to strengthen the joints. They are all necessary components of the joints. Glucosamine, chondroitin, hyaluronic acid, collagen, Type 2, they are all components of joint health. Glucosamine and chondroitin protect the cells, chondrocytes, that make cartilage strong and flexible, elastic but strong, flexible but strong, pliable but strong. Hyaluronic acid lubricates the joints and cushions the joints. Collagen is rich in the amino acids needed to form the cartilage in the joints. 
I see so many ads on Facebook, it just drives me nuts. They all call it protein. And collagen is not a protein. And when they say collagen is a protein, I know so many people, I can just imagine people thinking they can take collagen protein in the place of whey protein or egg protein or egg white protein or beef or, 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 or seafood or whatever kind of protein. Collagen cannot replace protein. It's not a complete protein. It's not a biologically, biologically active protein. It's a mix of amino acids, not a protein. Just keep that in mind. You can't replace other types of protein in your food or supplements with collagen. It's great to use. Nothing wrong with it. But when I see companies trying to sell collagen protein, and they always say it's better than whey, better than egg white or whatever, it's not. It can't be a protein because a protein is made up of very specific amino acids and they all have to be there at the same time. And there's an amino acid missing in collagen. Tryptophan is an amino acid that is missing. So it's not a complete protein. But collagen for dogs, or for you, that is rich in the amino acids needed to form the cartilage in joints, type 2 collagen. Keep that in mind. Type 2 collagen makes up 90 to 95% of the collagen in joints. Your joints, your dog's joints, everybody's joints. So type 2. So if you can find a formulation with glucosamine, chondroitin, hyaluronic acid, and type 2 collagen, that would be so ideal for human as well as canine joints. So how can you use this combination? Well, find a combination of glucosamine, chondroitin, hyaluronic acid, type 2 collagen, and boswellia. And then one to three times daily, depending on the size of your dog and the symptoms of your dog, Smaller dogs could use one serving. Larger dogs probably could use two or three servings. And for additional pain relief, a combination of curcumin and boswellia together, which are pain relievers, can also be helpful usually using 500 milligrams of the combination of curcumin and boswellia, up to three times daily, depending on the size of the dog. Now, winter migraines. We're jumping off into another subject. Winter migraines. Why do people have more headaches in the winter? Do you? Researchers asked 66 migraine patients to keep a headache diary for one year. The researchers compared the headache days in the diaries with the weather reports for those days. And the result of this diary about 50% of the participants were sensitive to temperature changes, and for these patients, headaches increased about 30% in the winter. Why? Well, first of all, decreased sunlight. Why? What happens to the sunlight? Why is the sunlight so important? Well, it can reduce serotonin levels and low Serotonin levels in the body is a risk factor for migraines. Changes in the pressure, weather pressure, 
associated with winter storms can also disrupt the pressure in your sinuses, causing a migraine. But bright, sunny days can also be a migraine trigger for some people. They got you coming on both ends. So natural solutions for headaches. When you have a headache, there's the combination of curcumin and boswellia and black sesame seed oil. Works quickly, as effectively as OTC drugs to relieve pain. Take about 1,000 milligrams of this combination when needed or more. Now to prevent migraines, take CoQ10 every day. Clinical studies show CoQ10 can cut number of hours of a migraine at least in half. That's a lot. It cuts out the hours of the migraine by 50%, while also reducing their severity and, and frequency. Take about 100 milligrams of CoQ10 chewable with gamma cyclodextrin at least once or twice a day. About half of migraine sufferers are magnesium deficient. 41% reduction in migraine frequency after 600 milligrams of magnesium daily, 12-week study. Magnesium versus a steroid drug or anti-nausea combination. In 70 patients with acute migraine headache, pain reduction was about 50% better in the magnesium group than in the drug group. Magnesium works for headaches. Vitamin B2, 400 milligrams daily, works for headaches. And CoQ10, which is my choice, works fantastically. Take it as a preventative. Take it every day. Take 100 milligrams to 200 milligrams combined with gamma cyclodextrin for quick absorption and better solubility and better stability. Use them daily. So we're going to come back in just a few moments. Don't go away. I'll come right back here with you. This is Terry Nashley. Come back right after these messages. And welcome back, my friends. We're back here with Terry Naturally. I should say, you're back with Terry Naturally. And Terry Talks Nutrition. We're here every weekend. Same time, same station. Tell your family and friends. And also join me on my website, TerryTalksNutrition.com. You can discover a lot of good information, a lot of science, a lot of ideas, and you can listen to the radio show live anywhere around the world. And you can also subscribe to my newsletter, weekly newsletter, that will end up in your email news box every Friday. And you can go into the website and listen to the radio shows. Not just live, but anytime you want. We have archived dozens and dozens and dozens of radio shows for you to listen to. I don't think you could listen to all of them in a year. Same with the newsletter. A weekly newsletter. There's 52. We've been doing this for, there's 500 or more newsletters to read. And if you're looking for a very specific question, you can go to the newsletter archive section and there's a search section. Type in what you want to read about. Maybe it's headaches. Maybe it's arthritis. Maybe it's hypothyroidism. Type that in. And three, four, five, or more Wherever those subjects you're looking for were in a newsletter previously, they'll come up and you can read all about anything on your mind. Just type it in. And if you can't find something you're looking for, you can always write to me. There's a place on my website that allows you to ask me your questions. I'd be happy to address your questions. And remember, I give you answers only on health and nutrition. 
I don't prescribe drugs. I'm not a doctor. And if you're on drugs, I don't tell you to get off drugs. That's all between you and your physician. I just try to make you healthy. If you get healthy, that's the absence of disease. Now let's talk about the vitamin D deficiency. What are the signs? What should you look for? And vitamin D today is so valuable. You don't want to be without vitamin D, but how do you know that you're taking enough vitamin D? Those are all good questions. Now there are seven signs, seven signs of vitamin D deficiency. And this has come from the SciTech Daily newsletter. Fatigue and tiredness is a constant feeling of tiredness that doesn't improve with rest, can be a real sign of vitamin D deficiency. Bone and back pain. You know, vitamin D is a workhorse. And we make natural vitamin D if we have enough cholesterol. But if you're on drugs to lower cholesterol, you're not making any vitamin D in your body. The sunshine, our sun, the sun shines on our skin, so we have to have quite a lot of skin showing. And underneath the skin, there is cholesterol. And when vitamin D is produced, it's produced by the action of the sun causing the cholesterol to produce vitamin D. Cholesterol is really important to your health. Don't try to lower it. Vitamin D is essential for bone health. A deficiency can lead to aching bones and chronic back pain. You know that the number one reason that people fall the elderly fall and break their hip. The number one reason, a lack of vitamin D that's been proven in studies, that when you are deficient in vitamin D, you have a greater tendency, greater risk of falling. Now also depression, our mood changes, irritability, grouchiness, well, just being ugly. Reduced sunlight in winter can affect your mood. Vitamin D deficiency has been linked to depression, particularly seasonal affective disorder. Commonly, commonly is written or talked about as SAD, S-A-D, a type of depression related to changes in the season. And sitting under a lamp does not work. There are studies that have showed that it's very, very minor benefit. Impaired wound healing. Slow healing of wounds. After surgery or injury may be a sign of low vitamin D levels. Bone loss. Vitamin D plays a critical role in calcium absorption. A deficiency can lead to decreased bone density, increasing the risk of fractures and osteoporosis. Hair loss. Severe hair loss may be a symptom of vitamin D deficiency. In a recent study, vitamin D levels were over 20% lower in women with hair loss versus control group of women. And what about muscle pain? The cause of muscle pain is often difficult to pinpoint. But it can also be associated with a vitamin D deficiency. And you know, if you're on satin drugs, to lower your cholesterol, which is a critical nutrient, yeah, it's a nutrient. We need it for our health. We can't live without cholesterol. Now, if you try to, you're going to live a miserable life. So vitamin D that's produced with the sun and cholesterol, and that's why many people have so much muscle pain from the drug, as well as it causes a vitamin D deficiency. 
What kind of vitamin D should you take? How much vitamin D should you take? Well, I've done some research personally on how much vitamin D is essential. Vitamin D3, D3, is the animal form of vitamin D. That's the kind humans and animals would make if they had enough cholesterol and if they had enough sunshine affected on their body. Vitamin D2 is a plant form of vitamin D and not nearly as effective as the animal source, only about 50% effective. And researchers have compared the difference between vitamin D3 and D2. They gave 600 units to subjects in a, in a study, or a placebo, fake one, a fake pill, in 335 women during two consecutive winters. So the result of this study, the placebo group that was taking a fake pill had no vitamin D in the pill at all, saw a 25% decline decrease in vitamin D levels. It lowered the levels of vitamin D in the body. Vitamin D2, the animal, excuse me, the plant source of vitamin D had a 34% increase of vitamin D in the body. Now, the vitamin D3 group had a 75% increase in vitamin D. Vitamin D3 was twice as effective at increasing vitamin D levels. And what some of the experts are recommending, at least 5,000 I use the vitamin D daily for most people. Now, that's what experts have said in some of the studies. I, from a personal perspective, I have to challenge that. You know, doctors want a level of vitamin D in the blood at 30, middle, at 30 deciliters of blood. 30. Alternative physicians want it at 70 to 80, about twice as much at least. Many people just take vitamin D because they heard about it. Maybe they listened to the show and they listened to all the good things about vitamin D. And most experts recommend at least 5,000. Now, I've taken 5,000. I've taken 10,000. And after taking 5,000 and 10,000 IUs of vitamin D3, I could only get my level of vitamin D in the blood up to 40 when doctors wanted at 60 to 80. So the physician that I use, a holistic physician that I use to do some of my testing, put me on 20,000 units, 20,000. And now my level of vitamin D is perfect. It's between 70 and 80. Perfect, perfect spot. It's spot on. But I had to get up to 20,000 units. Now, if you're taking 5,000 units, maybe it's doing something for you. I know a young lady, she's 20 or 21. And her level of vitamin D is 16. Way, way, way too low. And 5,000 didn't bring it up at all. So don't just think because you take something, it's working. It may be doing nothing. And with the benefits of vitamin D, it's so important that our creator, who I believe God is our creator, made us available to produce our own vitamin D under the right conditions. Sunshine, a lot of skin exposed. And we'll make our own vitamin D. That's the best way. 
But we don't do that. We don't, we're not exposed. We should have 50% of our body exposed to the sun. We do not do that. And we don't have enough cholesterol in most cases. Because 100 million people in the United States, that's about a third of the population of adults, are taking statin drugs to lower cholesterol. You have been scammed. You've been hacked. You've been taken to the cleaners. We need possibly more, 10,000 to 20,000. And you know, now with all this respiratory virus being around all the time and coughing all the time, and we're going to come back to what they call a triple pandemic. It's going to be three times greater than the previous pandemic. You want to sure up your body to make sure that you have the strength. And vitamin D is one of those powerhouses of maintaining good health during a triple pandemic. Along with zinc, selenium, and maybe elderberry. Andrographis, propolis, these are all antiviral. You want to be prepared. And right now, I see a lot of people that are off from work, or you can't visit them because they have tested positive for COVID. It's already raising its ugly head. We need to be prepared so that we don't compromise our immune system. If you're smoking, that drags down your immune system. Do you drink excessively? Do you stay up way, way too late at night? Try to get back up, try to get by on five to six hours of sleep. Do you eat like garbage? Do you eat way, way too much sugar and way too many refined carbohydrates? Do you just live on a junk diet? And drink and smoke. Oh, I'm sick. I don't know why. I, I, oh, I thought I was healthy. Ah, oh, baloney. You got to make yourself healthy. That's the only way you're going to survive is take all the information that you know to be healthy and you have the ability to make those choices. So here's a big question. What do you know about your health? Wow. Here's some questions I'm going to ask you. What is the leading cause of death for Americans? That should be easy for you. What is the leading cause of death for Americans? Answer is heart disease. And has been the leading cause of death for Americans for at least the last 100 years. But in a recent survey, less than half of the respondents of the survey knew the answer to this question. We've been living with this for over 100 years. And people still don't know why they die. And heart disease is avoidable. There are good nutrients. You know, the drugs may keep your heart pumping, but it's not going to make your heart healthy. And there are nutrients, plenty of nutrients. Red sage is a Chinese herb that has been used by the Chinese for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years, and it's used frequently in hospitals. It reduces angina, that, that gripping vice-like pain in your chest where you can't breathe. Taurine, an amino acid, and it's not in a... It's not a protein, but it still is an amino acid or a molecule for heart disease. Grapeseed extract. All of these things can be extremely valuable if you have heart disease or to prevent heart disease. Here's a great question that I've talked to many, many people who did not ever know the answer. What is your blood type? No one knows what their blood type is. In a survey conducted last year, more Americans, <laughs> more Americans knew their horoscope sign and their credit score than their blood type. 
Well, you can find out easily. Donate blood or visit your doctor. Knowing your blood type could be very important in an emergency if you need a transfusion. I know blood. I know my blood type. I've known it for, for many, many, many years. It's stamped right on my dog tags. I served in the Marines. And it's right on my dog tags. Because if they come upon you and you're unconscious, they look at your dog tag. They know what kind of blood to give you or give me. That's important to know. I talked to lots of people. Not one person ever knew their blood type. Now, do you eat a healthy diet? I doubt it. You may think you are. Because many people don't know what is healthy to eat. In a 2022 survey, comparing what participants thought about what they ate, healthy or unhealthy, versus what they actually ate, 85% thought they ate healthily or healthier than they really did. Ultra-processed food. Hang on to this. Maybe you want to sit down. Ultra-processed food, which is actually crap, junk, garbage, makes up 73% of the American diet, the U.S. food supply, and over 50% of Americans drink a soda or sugar-sweetened beverage every day. All garbage. So to be healthy, it takes some big changes. And you can't just cut down on how much you eat. You're still eating junk. You might be eating less junk. That's pretty good. It's a good start. But you still are not getting the nutrients, the vitamins and minerals, all the accessory food factors that are found in good, healthy food. Never shop the interior of the supermarket or the grocery store. Usually, you'll find the most healthy foods in the perimeter of the grocery store. Fruits, vegetables, dairy, eggs, meat. They're all in the back of the store. Don't even go down the aisles because you'll be tempted. Because all that, all those boxed foods, canned foods, prepared foods are all ultra-processed. And that's very unhealthy. Now you know my passion. And that is, get, that is to get everybody to eat at least three to four tablespoons of olive oil every day. It is one of the, I should say, it is the healthiest food that you can consume on a daily basis. Extra virgin olive oil. And get one that is spicy and peppery to the taste. There are receptor sites in your throat that when you swallow the olive oil, it triggers those pathways or those receptor sites. And when those polyphenols that are in olive oil, there are no polyphenols in any other oil in the world but olive oil, extra virgin olive oil. And make sure you take three or four tablespoons a day. More if you like. In America, we are most known for drizzling on our salad. Drizzling, drizzling. Or soaking our bread in it. That's not taking olive oil. Yeah, you can do that. But after you've had your three or four tablespoons of olive oil every day. Extra virgin. And look for one that is very high in polyphenols. And one of the most powerful polyphenols in olive oil is oleocanthinol, a powerful anti-inflammatory. And studies have shown that, that it is as effective as ibuprofen for reducing inflammation and pain. Extra virgin olive oil. Take it off the spoon. Don't waste it. Don't put it on your salad. Because after you've eaten your salad and you look at your bowl, it's all oily. That's all the oil you lost. You wasted it. Olive oil is too expensive to waste. And get a good, good, good olive oil because it's the best medicine in the world. There are so many studies on what olive oil can do, it would take a year to go through all the studies. 
extra virgin olive oil now, they found, for your liver. Researchers followed a group of almost 2,500 people for 30 years, assessing their health and recording their diets every eight years. Results, 33% of the subjects of this study overall developed fatty liver disease during the study period. The subject with fatty liver tended to be overweight or obese men over the age of 60 with low HDL cholesterol, and that's the good cholesterol, you don't want it low, and high triglycerides. You don't want high triglycerides because that's what really damages your heart, not the cholesterol, and high blood pressure. But overweight or obese participants who consumed at least three tablespoons of extra virgin olive oil daily had up to 26% reduction in risk of fatty liver and that's the number one that all drug companies are trying to come up with a drug for, which they have not yet. But it's easy because your liver is fat because of all the sugar and carbohydrates, as well as high HDL levels. 26 reduction in the risk of fatty liver, as well as high HDL cholesterol levels. Although some participants consumed higher amounts, of extra virgin olive oil, no increased benefits were seen after almost seven tablespoons daily. So three to four is ideal. I ran into one person that was taking a cup a day for stomach cancer and a cured stomach cancer. Now the best brands to buy, the one I buy, my the one I buy two or three, and I do alternate because I think these companies really need our support. The governor, premium extra virgin olive oil, Greek olive oil from the island of Kofur, and the Greek olive oil cold pressed. The one that the website go to is K Y O O R D, K Y O O R D dot com. High phenolic olive oil. Bellucci is also good. It's a good Italian extra virgin olive oil. Moroccan gold, extra virgin olive oil, hand-picked cold-pressed, and Costarina is cold-pressed from Greek olives. These are the kind of oils that you want. These are medicines. Believe me, they're not food. They're so powerful that they can change every aspect of your diet over time. Not a week, several months. That, my friends, say a prayer for this crazy, crazy world. I've got to run. I only have a few seconds before I have to shoot out of here. God bless you, my friends, and God bless this great, great country. And it's going to come back. Thank you for listening to Terry Talks Nutrition Weekly Show. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple, Google, and iHeartRadio.